Welcome to Fleet Safety Geeks. I'm Bob. And I'm Phil. And we welcome you to our podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Fleet Safety Geeks. I'm Bob Mossy. I'm here with Phil Mosier. Phil, please, what's going on there, man? So, uh, listen, Bob, I am an unabashed, passionate Philadelphia sports fan. If people listen to our podcast, they know that already. But, um, you know, uh, the Phillies are in the World Series, and the first game is tonight. It's a Friday as we are recording this, and they're playing at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And my wife and I will be watching, okay? And uh, listen, I, I am not apologizing for wearing this during this episode because these moments are rare and fleeting so i'm going to take advantage of it so go phillies and, and there's the connection it's fleeting <laughs> built for the phillies <laughs> yeah so i'm a detroit tigers fan um but i live in cleveland so i've been following the guardians we didn't make it um so the only team i have left is to watch the phillies during the playoffs so i i'm in well during the world series so i'm in there's plenty of room on the wagon come on <laughs> nice yeah i'll jump on the wagon for uh for this series um so either way uh great to see you uh great to talk to you again and uh very uh kind of excited about this uh topic that we're going to talk about today it's another one of those topics that obviously is very important for our fleet drivers who listen to this episode but also um again truck drivers um who maybe we have some that listen to this but also the everyday driver certainly yeah, so yeah. we're going to talk about highway driving and uh, the safe way to enter and exit ramps and what lanes we should be in and how to navigate other vehicles, right? That's correct. Uh, I think it's pretty important that we do cover this. And I will say for, I, I, I know uh, you were telling me we do have some followers uh, across the pond. Uh, if you drive on the opposite side of the road, uh, just flip what, around what we're going to suggest here okay so uh, i'm not saying you drive on the wrong side of the road i'm not saying that at all what i'm saying is you drive on the opposite side of the road than we do here in, uh, in north america so um yeah. yeah just make it applicable to you yeah we do have quite a few uh listeners um as, as we found out uh across the pond so it is kind of important that we try and you know make sure that our podcasts you know kind of uh, um, are relevant to everybody who listens. So um, sure. we're trying to make a, a point of that. So that's really good. Um, uh, and, and as you suggested, everything is pretty much the same about what we're going to talk about, how you get on the highway, how you get off the highway, what what lane you decide to stay in and, and navigating other cars. So um, uh, I, I know when a vehicle is traveling at a high rate of speed and you're involved in an accident, that crash and the severity of that crash and injuries could be um, you know, uh, worse based on, you know, how fast you're traveling, right? Correct. We're going to talk about speeding and, you know, obviously you're going to have higher speeds on, on, uh, on the highways. And when I'm talking about when highways here, Bob, I'm talking about limited access roads. And these are the roads where the only way you gain entrance or exit is through a ramp. There are no cross streets. So right. that's what I'm, we're talking about in this episode, uh, highway driving or limited access, uh, road driving. Yep. Perfect. All right, well, let's jump right in and uh, talk about entering and exiting a highway. What do you uh, think are the best points there? So a uh, number of things. So uh, let's say you're entering on to the highway. 
a lot of people when they they get to the point where the where the ramp merges onto a lane they immediately go into the lane and that's a mistake you're supposed to use the entire ramp to get up to speed and then look for a break in the traffic and also make sure that you're you know, you're checking over your left shoulder checking your mirrors and if it's a multi-lane highway you want to check to make sure that somebody from the far left lane isn't trying to merge over into your lane as you're trying to enter the highway. So you have to do that quick shoulder glance. And I, I use that shoulder glance all the time. I suggest people do that. You know, you need to have your mirrors knocked out so that you can see other lanes of travel, you know, you adjust it so you can see other lanes of travel. But don't be, again, don't be too dependent on that ADAS that would warn you that if somebody's in your blind area, because it might not pick up that vehicle in that far lane. So always scan that as you're coming up. And, but then also don't get so focused on that, that you rear end the car that stopped in front of you on the ramp. You ever notice, Bob, that people will stop at yield signs, but those same people yield at stop signs. You ever notice that? <laughs> yeah. It's really true. Yeah. Um, so again, watch for that person who, for whatever reason, decides to stop on the ramp. There are a lot of rear end collisions. And if you are the person merging and you have to come slow down until you can get a break into the traffic, keep a check on your mirror also, because that person behind you may be looking over their shoulder or maybe they're on the phone or eating you know, a burger or something, and they'll, they'll run into you. You may have to bail out onto the shoulder of the road to get out of their way. So again, there's a lot to watch for while you're merging, but that's, you know, there, there are some of the things that I suggest. Um, and when you're, so that's entering. When you're exiting, people, I, I see people get right up to the point where the exit is and just go boom, right into it. And, or they start slowing down in the travel lane before they get to the, to the ramp. Right. Well, depending on the size of the egress lane, and when I say egress lane, I mean that's a lane that's usually, you know, off to the right where you can slow down before you enter the curve of the ramp. Um, that's where you should lose most of your speed. Some of the, you know, some of those egress lanes are very short and you might have to start slowing down a little bit before. Again, keep a check on your mirror because you might get tagged from behind because you're having to slow down on the highway. But if you can get into the egress lane and then lose your speed, before you go down the ramp. And the, one of the other things, you ever notice that on exit ramps and on ramps, the barriers are smashed and they have paint marks all over them. You know, if there's the cement barriers or if they're the metal barriers, you see them all smashed or you see the tire tracks that are going through the grass. These people are going too fast. Right. They have the suggested speed signs up, you know, 20, 25, 15, whatever. Again, I and I've talked about this when we talked about speeding before. You know, the engineers just don't go out there and say, that looks like a 20. You know, they don't do that. They measure the, the, the arc of the ramp. They measure, you know, what a safe speed would be to be able to, to navigate that ramp. And they take into consideration all conditions, you know, slippery conditions, dry conditions, and, and, and traffic patterns. So, it, there, you know, there's a lot that goes into coming up with those suggested speed signs. Obey them; it'll keep you yeah. safe. They're there you know, to keep actually, you safe. The, the, if you engineer a road correctly and you put a really like high bank in it, you know, mm -hmm. where it's, um, you know, kind of uh, angled a little bit, 
Yeah. Those are designed and engineered to start building up speed in the curve. But if right. it's flat, you have to go really slow or you're going to push into that uh, right. uh, curve while you're going so fast. So, um, you know, uh, that speed limit, as you said, is is designed for how that road was built. Right. So that's called a, 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 an understeer where your front end plows out and, or is a critical speed scuff or y'all, I won't get into crash reconstruction stuff here, yeah. but it's basically your front end is plowing out because you're just going too fast. And that's why there are those paint transfers and uh, and uh, barrier smashes. Uh, people just that's go right. too fast into these things. So obey the yeah. suggest, suggested speed signs. It, it will keep you safe. Or worse yet, you could cross over and then come into the oncoming uh, lane. And again, uh, technical term for that, bad. You know, yeah. so don't do that. You know? Yeah. So uh, talking about entering um, a highway, the one thing that I really hate is uh, um, seeing that person who you know takes that uh, entrance ramp very very fast, <clears throat> cuts over uh, over the the solid painted line, yep. and then cuts across three lanes of traffic to get into the fast lane really fast. Yep. That's that's the most dangerous thing that that really can happen. It, it, it really is because you really don't have a good view. And, and they'll do that sometimes when they see a truck. And we're going to talk about, you know, dealing with trucks on the highway. But guess what? If there is a truck there, that could be blocking a view of another vehicle. It could be a smart car or a motorcycle. And then you're cutting across multiple lanes. You're going right into their path. And a lot of crashes happen that way. And a lot of times, Bob, these, these are, are pretty tragic crashes because now you've got some speed built up. Right. So um, just just don't be a knucklehead, you know. Um, you know, get merge if you want to. You know, get out into that other lane then, you know, wait until you make sure that it's clear and then and make your pass. And we're going to talk about passing also on highways. So, yeah. uh, yep, I, it really irritates me as well. Yeah. So, um, and as a fleet driver, um, you, you know, there's a lot of reasons you don't want to do this, including losing your job, getting involved in an accident, getting injured. But everybody, you know, just needs to follow these rules. Um, right. So on a highway, there's multiple lanes of travel. What, what would you recommend uh, is the best lane? Come on, okay. tell me which one is the best. The, the far left, and you go super fast, right? Uh, so uh, here's my, my uh, spin on uh, which is the best lane of travel. Yep. Uh, <laughs> there is no correct answer here. The, the law is this. Okay, so again, I'm talking about where you, the right lane is the slow lane, the left lane, or the right lane is the normal lane of travel. You know, it flips in different countries. But, you know, it's travel right, pass left. That's what you're supposed to do, right? But if you're on a highway where every you know foot of road is taken up with a car and you know, there's a lot of traffic, not everybody can ride in the right lane. Right. Okay. It would be just total congestion. So you have to select the lane of travel that is best for you. And I've done enough training where I always say, okay, who in here likes the left lane? And I'll bet you 90% of the people sitting in the class the hands go up. Everybody likes the left lane. And wh why do you think that is, Bob? Because they're going fast. Right. They feel the need, the need for speed. That's you know? right. And, and that's, that's the thing. That's the fast lane, typically. Right. And that could be a good thing. I'm not condoning speeding, but that may be the best flowing lane. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'll go through each of the lanes. I'm just going to do a three lane highway and say, you know, talk about the good and the bad of each. Right. So the left lane could be the faster lane. It's less traffic. You don't have the immediate effect of the oncoming traffic. You don't have people cutting off to get over, you know, to, to cross over. 
if there's a barrier there, uh, you you know it's it's possible then that you won't have people encroaching from the other side. Depending on the barrier, don't be too dependent on those barriers. People go over them, um, but you know, and this you know, if you're traveling for a long distance, you may decide this is my best lane if there's a lot of traffic. Okay, but then it has some bad points. You know, you could be doing 103 miles per hour, and you're going to have some knucklehead coming up behind you. And they're tailgating you and flashing their lights and saying, hey, get out of the way, get out of my way, right? And then you get over and then they get over in front of you and they'll do 55. You know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, this is the tailgating lane. There's always somebody who's trying, who's pushing you in this lane. So I, I kind of avoid that one just personally, just because of that. But there are times where I will go in the left lane because there's maybe a lot of truck traffic in the other two lanes, or there's a lot of merging or people cutting over to get off if there are a lot of exits and entrances. But then again, another bad side is in certain cities, there are left exits. Mm -hmm. So you have That's to right. be aware of that or left entrances. So you could have people merging into that lane. Just again, be aware of your surroundings, know your roads and, and watch the signs. This will tell you quite a bit. Yep, you know, yep. that, that will tell you quite a bit. So be aware of the signs. No phones, obviously. We always say that, no phones, right? Of course, but yeah. Yeah, you're, especially on the highway. People think, well, I'm out on the highway. There's not as many intersections and things like that. No, there is no time, no good time to be on the phone, texting, talking, anything like that. Just stay, stay off the phone, pay attention. That's right. Concentrate on the highway. Um, Absolutely. At, at that rate of speed, so much can happen so quickly. So quickly. You need to be able to, um, you know, be prepared to to um, avoid anything that could happen. And, right. and some of this is going to be a defensive driving skill. Um, I use the left lane when traffic is bunched up, right? Say it's right. a three lane highway and, and there's a lot of traffic in the right two right. lanes. Um, I'll either drop back and, and go a slower speed because I don't want to get caught up if, if there's an accident in front of me um, or I'll get in the left lane, get past them and then get over um, and get my speed back uh, to where I stay ahead of that, that group of traffic. So, um, sure. but I'm not going to do that if there's a lot of traffic, especially during rush hour, um, someone's using the left lane, they're going to go hundred miles an hour. And I'm just trying to avoid that bunched up traffic at 70 miles an hour. Um, I'm not going to get in that left lane and, and, get the person behind me um, involved in an accident with me either. So right. you just have to be careful of what's, be aware of what's going on around you. Exactly. And when you're in on that, that passing lane also, watch for the cars who are trying to shoot out there because uh, if they're stuck behind a truck or whatever, just again, the expectation, right? Just expect that they might, you know, uh, just pull right into your path. Just be ready for that, prepared for that. And, uh, and, and don't, <laughs> watch the speed right we're going to talk about speed but watch the speed in this situation as you're passing a string of cars yeah um you know uh, how a lot of states now have um you know the highway signs the digital sign that'll put some information out there maybe there's a hmm. you know be on the lookout for a car or they're just right. putting some fancy little message out there ohio had one that i really liked um it said ohio has a lot of great camping don't use the left lane to camp <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah. So yeah, once you use the left lane and you have to avoid traffic, get back over and uh, yep. don't don't just stay there. Correct. That's correct. Now uh, let's I'm going to talk about the center lane now. All right. 
center lane has some very, very good points. More moderate speed, you're not going to be pushed as hard here, okay? You could have escapes to the right and to the left. Now, also, the left lane could have escapes to the left and to the right as far as escape space, you know, where you can go in case something happens. Uh, it could be a shoulder of the road, another travel lane. In the, in the center lane, you could have the two lanes alongside of you. That, that gives you escape space, so that's a really good thing. And like I said, a more moderate speed. If I'm in an, a, an area where I'm not sure whether the exit is to the left or to the right, I'll get into the center lane so I don't have to make multiple lane changes to get to my exit. Now, right. with most GPS systems that, that, that uh, we have nowadays, it will tell you ahead of time. But, you know, you should be in the, your exit lane a mile before your exit. A mile before. Don't wait yep. until that last split second to get over into your exit lane. I'm going to talk about that when I get into the, discuss the right lane. But people have to, they feel like they got to pass that last string of cars before they go, you know, before they uh, get into the exit lane. Um, that's just, you know, they're, they're, we use this all the time. That's selfish. Right? So don't, don't do that. So this, this, uh, the, this lane has some really good points. It has some bad points, though. You get the crisscross traffic in, in front of you. Uh, you could have fluctuations in speed because people come on and they cut over there or people are going off, they're cutting across. So, uh, and you may, if, if the trucks are not out, allowed out in the left lane, and there are areas like New Jersey and certain places on certain interstates where trucks are not allowed out in the left lane. This is now the truck passing lane. You could have a truck tailgating you in this lane. So again, you have to consider all of your circumstances and decide if this is safe for you at that time. Yeah, all really good points. Um, and a little better put a disclosure out there, <laughs> yeah. um, a disclaimer or whatever, you know, uh, you, you've said it, you have to choose what's best for your state, um, your driving conditions and the roads that you're driving on. Um, not all of these are going to apply uh, in everywhere that you drive, um, right. but certainly what does apply is being prepared, um, knowing your road and choosing the right lane based on the the, the traffic that, that's, that's happening correct. around you. Um, in my area, trucks typically are in the right lane. I'm mm -hmm. going to choose the center lane so I can get past them at a good rate of speed. Right. And the left lane is is the passing lane, right? So that, that's right. where I usually go. Mm -hmm. um, you don't always have that. You have a two-lane highway, and, and you have to pass, and, and you're going to get stuck in traffic, and, and it's right. different. But as you said, in, in like in New Jersey, that center lane could be the truck passing lane, Correct. and it's going to impact you know uh, uh, your, your driving habits there. So, Correct. Well, what's the right okay. lane for? The right lane. So the right lane, as I mentioned, is your exit lane. You should be over there, um, like I said, a mile ahead of time. Um, and if it's bad weather, you can go slower. That would be a good lane to be in. Okay. Um, so it, it has, it has some good points, you know, people usually don't readily admit, oh yeah, I love riding in the right lane. <laughs> it's just too, too slow for people. But what I mentioned earlier about the center lane, this is the lane that really has the fluctuations in speeds because the people going off, they're slowing down. The people coming on, they're not up to speed yet. So you can get fluctuations in speed there, which could cause you then to get, you know, climb up on somebody's uh, uh, tail. So, uh, and then you have more to deal with more truck traffic possibly in that lane, as you mentioned, you know, the trucks are quite often in that right lane. So it has its good points. It has its bad points. But the point is it, of this is, which is the best lane? That depends. You know, that depends on the conditions and, and, and what you uh, you have at any given point in time. You know what, Bob, you might drive down the road 10 miles 
15 miles and that might change. But the, right. the, but, but you have to think about it. Just don't go out there and say, oh, well, this looks good. You know, <laughs> nothing like that. You know, but think about it. Give it some thought. The law is travel right, pass left. But if you're on a road with a lot of traffic, everybody can't be in that right lane. So pick which is best and safest for you, given your conditions. Yeah. Good advice. Yep. All right. Um, All right. Any other thoughts on what lane you should be in, or should we talk about how we change lanes? Let's talk about changing lanes. All right. So I mentioned when you're merging to scan all lanes, same thing's applicable here. You know, make sure you scan over, make sure there, if you're you're in the right lane, you're trying to merge into the center, scan that far left, so make sure somebody isn't flying up and trying to merge into that lane just as you're getting there. You get those, those kiss accidents, you know? So uh, scan all lanes. Always, 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 please signal your intent. And once you've merged, put your, you know, or merged or, or changed lanes, turn the signal off. There are some places in the country where I believe it's the land of the eternal turn signal. Uh, they have it on for, as they're blasting down the road. And you know, they must have like something up pretty loud in their vehicle. They don't hear it or they don't see it. You know, they're just not paying attention. So again, uh, don't depend on those turn signals when you see them, right? right? And make sure you're not that person that's driving down the road with the signal on constantly. So uh, signal your intent, scan all lanes, um, and again, pick the lane that's best for you. So. so I like the idea of scanning all lanes when you're about to change lanes, but that made me think um, when you're not changing lanes, should you just be pinpoint focused on what's happening right in front of you? No. Right. 360 scan, con continuously 360 scan. So I'll use this as an example, and you know, I like using examples. So my wife and I uh, went down to Destin, Florida for a vacation. It was wonderful, by the way. Beautiful beaches there. So uh, drove, drove. And uh, as I'm driving down, um, uh, car, two cars passed me. Uh, well, it was actually three of them, and they were chasing each other. If I had even just lifted off, I think I may have mentioned this in a previous uh, podcast. If I had even just picked off my gas just a little bit, I would have been hit from behind. And I was—I had just passed a truck and had my signal on to merge back over, and I saw them coming. I actually sped up a little bit because I knew what they were doing. They came right up behind me, boom, 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 and shot around me, and I just like you idiots! You know, talk about aggressive driving that's going on. Well, the same right. thing happened, Bob, on my way home then where uh, a car and a pickup truck were at it and uh, the pickup truck actually passed me and then cut in front of me and went through like the gravel to go up a ramp after the car. Uh, if I hadn't been scanning, I wouldn't have seen them coming and I would have been a crash victim. I saw them coming and adjusted and was able to avoid their stupidity. Um, right. But you have to continuously scan. The only way you're going to know, you know, sometimes if somebody is in that blind spot, don't be solely depend on that little light in the mirror, okay? You'll see somebody coming up and then they disappear and you're going, where are they? If you're scanning, you'll know where they are at all times. And then if you have to make an emergency maneuver, you'll know where your escape space is. You have three escapes when you're driving, right, left, and front. Uh, I missed a dresser once that, that fell off the back of a pickup truck while I was on the highway, wife and kids in the car, whipped to my left, missed the dresser, and the guy behind me nailed it. I knew I had an escape to my left because I, 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 I'd been scanning. If I would have had to look to the left, then look back, I would hit the dresser. I would have been hit by the car behind me. But by scanning, you'll know where your escape space is. And that, uh, you know, 
it's it's not time out on highways. People get too relaxed. Yeah. It's not time out. It's not time to make the phone call. It's not time to eat the burger. It's you have to be especially diligent. And Bob, you mentioned it. We're going to talk about speed. Can we get into that now? Well, I just wanted to kind of reinforce that scanning. Um, mm -hmm. You should always be checking your mirrors, always know exactly what's going on right. and being prepared, even before you make that lane change. Correct. Just putting your turn signal on doesn't mean everybody's going to stop at their high rate of speed that right. you weren't aware of to allow you to get into that lane and get back over. If wow. you're scanning, you can see them coming up really fast and make your lane change after. You'll see people when you're in traffic, when you put the signal on, they'll speed up. Yeah, yeah, you know? I like. Don't be that knucklehead, really right? Don't be that knucklehead. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. just to just kind of expect this, so make sure you're having a short, clear distance before you even turn the signal on, so that if somebody even does speed up, you can still merge out there safely. You know, yeah. don't don't yeah. don't do that quick lane change thing. You know, um, right, right. So, all right, well, let's talk about speed. Um, okay. We should go exactly the speed limit at all times, right? Absolutely, right. <laughs> um, so, listen. Everybody speeds. Everybody speeds. You right. can actually get cited for going too slow, even though you you're can. going to speed you limit. You can, and, and that's a special way. You know what? That's a really good point. I'm glad you bring this up. If you're out on the highway and you're going 15, 20 under the speed limit, get ex expect to become a hood, hood ornament. I mean, that's just unsafe. Yeah. You should be doing at least the speed limit. Okay. Now, if conditions are such that you have to slow down, obviously do that. <clears throat> but don't go out on the highway and crawl along at 45 miles per hour, even 35 or whatever, you're going to be hit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, people say, well, you know, I go along with the flow of the traffic. Okay. To a point. Right. <clears throat> but again, the speed limits are designed to keep you safe. That's what they're there for. That's what, that's how they design them. They do engineering studies and they determine the best speed for that road, given the, you know, and, and under all conditions. So obey the speed limit. Will you have fluctuations in speed? Yes. Everybody at some point speeds, Bob. I don't care who you are. Everybody at some point speeds. But it's the continuous and habitual offenders where, and, 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 and egregious offenders that I have a, a concern with. The people who speed all the time and are going well over the speed limit, those people are dangerous. It gets to a point where if you're speeding, you're not going to have enough time to react to be able to avoid a collision. This is why speeding is so dangerous. And then the, the other side of that sword is that you may get to a point where if you crash at that speed, you're not walking away. Every, every 10 miles per hour over, after you travel 50 miles per hour, every 10 miles per hour over 50, your chances of, of losing your life double. So it gets to a point where you're just not going to survive. Now, I, would get, I would go to crash scenes sometimes if it was on a highway or whatever, and, and I just knew it's, it, they're, not, they're not walking away from this one. Right. If, it, if it was a solid hit. And I've done a lot of training, Bob, where I've asked people, listen, have you ever been in a crash where it was a solid force crash, you know, at highway speed. I never got any hands. You know why? They weren't they there survive. to tell you. Right. They, yeah. they, they didn't survive yeah. to be sitting there in the class. So, um, I, I, and maybe this is a really bad example, but I, I remember the Dale Earnhardt crash. Dale Earnhardt hit that wall and I'm like, oh no. And my, my son's like, it doesn't look that bad that well. Every time the car spins and 
things like that, speed is being taken away and the energy is being taken away. But if, if you go boom like that, that's that's when people lose their lives. So again, slow down, go to the speed limit, um, and don't use the excuse of well, everybody's doing it, you know. Um, do you have to sometimes uh, pick up your speeds so that you don't get hit, run over? <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm a realist, okay? And I was a realist when I was on the police job and, 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 you, and you understood, you know, what was going on, but it's the habitual and the egregious speeder that creates the issues. Don't do that. It's right. just not safe. It's never safe. That's right. It's never yeah. safe. All right. Um, so, you know, I was, I was reading a little bit last night about, you know, some highway safety tips, you know, just, just to kind of be a little more prepared for this. And, and it talked about speeding. There's the minimum speed as you suggested. Um, and if you go below that, you could also be cited for, you know, going oh, below yeah. the minimum yep, speed, yep, similar to being cited for going over the, the maximum right. speed. Um, so, you know, speed, you know, again, you know, got to be careful what we say. We don't want anybody to come back and say, but you said, uh, we have to be careful about this, but, um, uh, sometimes the flow of traffic is good, but you know, um, speed fluctuations within a city change a lot. Um, some states speed limit 75. I think Texas has 85. Yeah. Um, maybe Arizona has some high speeds too, but um, right. uh, if you're in a city center, like even in Detroit, I think it goes down to like 55 or 60 Cleveland's mostly 60. Sure. Um, and then when you're out kind of in a rural area, it picks up and go 70, maybe 75. So you just have to be careful of those lane change uh, uh, speeds right. uh, that change, you know, on the same highway within an area that you're driving as well. And uh, right. remember to pull back as you get into an area where the speed limit has reduced. Yeah. And I think a situation here, Bob, too, is you say the, the biggest uh, distraction and studies have been done to show this is, is actually daydreaming. Okay. So that's the largest distraction. People always say phones or kids or food or whatever. Nope, it's daydreaming. People's minds wander. And this can be especially true when driving on highways. So there's a, there's a thing called, you know, as far as distraction, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, deprivation of stimulus, you know, mm. stimulus deprivation, which can cause you to just, your mind wanders or you even get, and I'm going to talk about fatigue, you know, you start getting feeling a little tired because there's not a lot of stimulus. Uh, so you, you may get into a, a place where there's a reduced speed and you look down at your speedometer going, oh man, I'm doing 80, you know, and you didn't even realize it. So what I suggest, if you find yourself, uh, inadvertently speeding, that's one of the causes of speeding, um, rush, you know, schedule is one, uh, you know, just disregard for safety is another, uh, habit is another. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times people will look down and go, oh, man, I didn't realize I was going that fast. So what I suggest for those people is when you see a speed limit sign, say it. When you see a reduced speed sign, say it. Two things happen. You know what the speed limit is and you automatically look to see what you're traveling. Right. So yeah, that, that that's sense. a good way of combating that. Yeah. You know, and you bring up a good point, too. <clears throat> um, I've been driving a long time. I don't want to say how long. But my first car, if if I got my car to do 80 I would know I was doing 80 and it would be loud. It was all over the road, uh, but cars today are built to go faster without you knowing it. So you got to be real careful yeah. about that. Yeah, it really is. It's a smooth ride, man. Yeah. You've got plenty of power there and, and, and if you can get those inadvertent fluctuations. So again, just yeah. be cautious of that. Yeah. 
So you talked a little bit about daydreaming. Um, that can lead up to fatigue. Fatigue is a, a big one while driving on a highway and, and yep. causing accidents, right? Yeah. So again, you know, make sure you're planning plenty of stops and you're, you know, you're, you're watching out for that and, uh, uh, and know your bad time of day. Mine is right after lunch. If I don't have coffee right after lunch, I guess I start getting groggy. Uh, I try to schedule myself away from driving during my bad time. Um, but, uh, that's not always possible. Um, you know, again, you know, drink the, drink the caffeinated beverage because you know what, it's a diuretic. I know you're going to have to stop in a little while. Uh, that's a good thing. So make sure you have plenty of plan stops and never, ever, 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 ever try to push through. That's where people get into trouble. They think, oh, well, I only have like 15 more miles to go. I can, I can make it, you know, and then, then they crash. Now, a lot of times fatigue occurs near uh, near your homes because you're more familiar with the roads and uh, you're, you're getting more comfortable. And it's at the point when you're the most fatigued. But fatigue really occurs on the highways a lot because of the lack of stimulus. So um, just be aware of it and plan accordingly. Right. Yep. All good. Uh, we're coming up on the 30-minute point here. Uh, yep. Let's talk about uh, dealing with trucks. Um, okay. Trucks are necessary on the highways it's moving mm -hmm. a lot of uh uh stuff that we need they need to be there and we need to be careful around them um they're heavy right oh yeah well you know figure eighty thousand pounds probably minimum you know and uh that's that's a lot of uh, of uh, energy transfer to get hit by one of these things again not survivable so um what i always say is just avoid the blind spots uh if you're behind a truck and you can't see their mirrors they can't see you so stay back uh, keep keep a safe following distance. Uh, when you're passing, make sure you don't listen. Trucks use momentum to get up and down hills, right? They're trying to save fuel. They're trying to make time, so they have rush schedules also. So again, if you're at the crest of a hill, stay behind the truck because you know what? When they get that, when they start going down that other side, they're going to really get it up, get get some speed built up. So uh, if you try to pass them at that point, you might have to take it up to 90 to get by them. And then you're going to have a truck truck in your mirror, your rear mirror. So, um, you know, uh, don't pass a truck on the crest of a hill and don't begin the pass of a truck until you know that it is completely clear for you to get by it. The last thing you want to do is ride next to a truck. That's not good. Okay. When you, and this is for passing any vehicle, that's not just trucks. Make sure you have a, a clear distance beyond that vehicle before you begin to pass because you don't want to ride along next, next to people. Um, always signal your intent and make sure you can see the entire vehicle and your inside rear view mirror before, you know, like the entire front of the vehicle before you merge back in. People do that crisscross cutting in and out. That's just so stupid and so unsafe. So make sure you can see that entire front of the vehicle before you merge back in. You know what? And just be courteous. You know, when, if a truck's passing you, why not flash your lights and let them back, you know, let them say, okay, you're, you're clear. And, and let me tell you, my dad drove tractor trailer. He appreciated that, you know? That's right. um, so again, just be courteous. Uh, don't hold a truck out in that left lane. Um, it's just, it's just dumb. You know, I've, I've already slowed down Bob where, where maybe they lost some of their momentum or grade or whatever where I've slowed down again, just to let them back in, give them the lights, they go back in and then I'll pass the truck. It's fine. You know, and say, well, you should have been passing me because, you know, he knew he couldn't get by me. Well, what, you want to, you want to hang him out there and let him ride alongside of you? Now you're both right. in danger. So just yeah. don't do that. Be courteous. 
And then the uh, last thing I always say is that if you're riding next to a truck, and I've talked about this one before, especially in the summertime, you hear that thunk, 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 thunk sound. That could be a recap tire that's coming loose. You ever see those big, you know, chunks of tire? That's just a recap that's come off the, the, the uh, off of a truck. Last thing you want to do is be in the path of that thing when it lets loose. Okay. That's right. So if you hear that thunking, either drop way back or get by it. You don't want to be near that. If you if you hear that thunking sound when you're near a truck, get away from it. Okay. Yeah. In fact, when I pass a truck, if I can, if there's multiple lanes, I'll get over two lanes just to not be right, right next to the truck. Um, sometimes you have to, if there's a lot of traffic, um, but you, you brought it up, you know, don't just cut right back in front of the truck um, just because you can give plenty of room and distance when you do get back into that lane. Um, if there's any need for anybody to have to stop, that truck is not going to stop as fast as your no. car can. No, that takes, right through you. <laughs> their stopping distance is far longer and that's what my dad used to he used to say oh, these four wheelers they cut in front of me and then they stop he said, they they think i can stop as quick as they can and he was absolutely on, spot on with that um so yeah you you don't don't stop dead in front of a truck or slow down as soon as you pass them because they cannot slow down and stop nearly as quickly as you can so uh yeah don't do that <laughs> so. yeah yeah all right. So we talked a little bit, um, uh, and, and, and I love that because um, we, we, we need to, um, driving on the highway is kind of like a dance, right? Everybody right. is kind of, you need to coordinate with everybody else and what's going on right. on the road. Don't be a selfish driver that, you know, you brought there it up, it's again, selfish, right? selfish, be courteous, but everybody is expecting you to do certain things. You're expecting them to do certain things and it's, it's kind of a dance. So, so right. we need to, you know, dance with our truck drivers and just make sure that we're being courteous exactly. to what they're doing. Um, and we're going over here on time. We talked a little bit about scanning. You talked at right. length about scanning, um, but you, you brought up the tires, the recap tires that come off the truck. Right. There's other obstacles on the road that you need to be prepared about as well, right? Yeah. So we're recording this one in fall. It's the worst time for when we covered fall last week and we, you know, we, we covered deer, but I'll, I'm just going to say this, anything that's in, in your path when you're on the right highway, you need, if you're scanning far ahead and you see it ahead of time, you have, you have time then to get around things. Right. And again, but if you're right behind a truck and you might have something come into your path because that forward view is blocked because you're too close to the truck. So uh, you, you want to keep your forward view open as much as possible so you don't have to make those quick maneuvers. And if it comes down to, I have to make a quick maneuver to avoid a deer, or I have to make a quick maneuver to avoid a tire, uh, or I run over it, run over it. If you make a really hard, sharp turn at highway speed, uh, you don't want to do that, okay? Uh, you ever see these rollover crashes, you know, where if a vehicle gets out of control and, and it, it over, uh, it rolls over on the sidewall of the tire. The wheels can dig in and get into a, a, a roll situation. So um, you don't make really hard, sharp steering maneuvers unless, I mean, if that's the last resort, keep me from being from dying. Okay. Again, the disclaimer, know your circumstances, but uh, I try to avoid making hard, sharp maneuvers when I'm traveling at highway speed. Right. Yep. Um, and, and, the proper scanning is important there before you do Correct. swerve, make sure that you know that there's nobody in your lane. Correct. Had you been watching for a while, you would have known and, and seen. Um, you may not have time to check a mirror if you're going to just make a swerve into another lane. But right. if you have um, proper distance between the car in front of you and you see everybody swerving up ahead, you don't have to make that immediate decision. That's exactly time. right, Bob. It's yeah. about awareness. Yeah. Exactly right. 
Okay. Well, hey, listen, there's so much more about uh, mm -hmm. safe driving on the highway that, that we could just keep talking forever. Um, we've gone over our, our time limit that we like to keep here, but um, all of this is really important and um, um, can, can keep people safe on the highway. These are just uh, uh, some of the, the major talking points. Um, I'm sure that we'll bring up other points in future podcasts, but um, do you have any closing remarks about um, highway driving? Yeah, well, we're we're getting into the holiday season. You know, it's it's, it's right Halloween's right around the corner, and then Thanksgiving and Christmas, and there's going to be a lot of people on the roadways and on the highways visiting relatives and such. So, again, just take some of these things to heart. Share it with your drivers if you're a clear safety manager, and uh, just everybody play nice and be safe. Yeah, no, that's a good point. There's going to be a lot of uh, holiday travelers too, and, and um, a fleet driver is still working, and they're out there, and they're going to be navigating around more people. So, yeah, we need to be real careful. Yeah. All right, Phil. Well, with that, um, I'd just like to finish off by saying go Phillies. Go Phillies. <laughs> uh, very excited that they're in the World Series. Oh, and, and, so um, about, but, uh, no, I mean, I know you couldn't tell, but yeah, I have, I'm just a little happy there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for all of our YouTube watchers, you can tell that Phil is wearing a Phillies jersey. But uh, <laughs> for the people on a podcast platform, um, just letting you know, he's got a very sharp, uh, uh, very nicely pressed very clean Phillies jersey on. <laughs> and he's wearing it proudly and uh, uh that's just awesome so very very excited for you and for the Phillies and uh I'll be watching and rooting for him uh but with that we're going to end this episode if you are listening on a popular podcast uh platform such as Spotify Google or Apple uh please subscribe and be uh um, notified when a new episode comes out we do have a YouTube channel you can find us at Fleet Safety Geeks um, and uh, please like and subscribe the videos there so you can be notified of future episodes. And with that, I'm going to say, Phil, have a great week uh, weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, my friend. Take care. <laughs>